0: Welcome back. Last episode of the year. Woo. Uh, 2020. The year we started a podcast. Yeah, this
1: is the main thing that it will be known
0: for. Uh, this is the serial fiction podcast where only the audience knows what happens because people write in and it's a stacking story that anybody can just add to. Mm-hmm.
1: We call it, and then what happens, which is like the question that you ask when you hear the end of one episode and the answer that is given in the next one.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Let's do some stats. Okay. All right. Everyone knows about Spotify Wrapped. Unwrapped? No, Unwrapped is the candy show. Spotify Wrapped is when they tell you what you listen to all year. Uh, They do the same thing for podcasts. Oh, okay right so it's it gave us gave us a little bit of data, a little extra data that we didn't have before We're being listened to in six countries
1: wow, wow, that's a lot
0: crazy yeah Can you name them all
1: uh,
0: uh I'm kidding you know, we we shouldn't guess guess the countries that's sure. crazy okay um three hundred and forty three minutes of show. Over twenty-two episodes. Okay. Pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, that's like a good amount. That's, that's like as long as several films or two films. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah.
0: But it's it's less than you know the sixty minutes that like most podcasts do. I think
1: that's true. And you know Mo- what else? You give it a year, less than a minute a day. <laughs> very very easy to
0: catch up. <laughs> super super easy to catch up. Yeah. But you know, most podcasts do like sixty minutes
2: mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but most podcasts get to talk about other stories. We are the story. You all listening out there are the story. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's it's pretty impressive that we were able to do as many episodes as we did. Mm-hmm. Keep the story going as long as we did, yeah. And we don't have the crutch of, you know, talking about Hilaria Baldwin. You know what I mean. We don't have the crutch of popular culture at the moment, right? Um. The Mandalorian.
1: Queen's Gambit.
0: Queen's Gambit. Oh my God! Heard so much about Queen's Gambit. Oh,
1: so good. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, we don't we don't have those crutches here. No. We just have. Hardcore storytelling muscles.
1: Mm-hmm. You you readers and we are here at And Then What Happens, just running on our own, mm-hmm. bare feet.
0: And hopefully people felt that from the show. You know what I mean? Every week we heard a uh, a little bit more of the story and hopefully, you know... If <laughs> it wasn't inspiring you to add to the next episode, it inspired you to add to your own endeavors, whatever they may be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, have, we have a lot of different listeners from six different countries all over the world.
1: Yeah, this, this doesn't sound interesting unless you believe there's something valuable in time spent creating something. And whether that is a story or a song or a piece of visual art, or a cool image that you have photoshopped, or a cake, or... Ooh, cake. Yeah. um, You are interested in creativity and in in process and artisanship. And, yeah, like Chris is saying, hopefully hearing that, hey, we just started this because we wanted to feel like we still had something worthwhile to do with our time.
0: Yeah, we Um, wanted to feel something.
1: We wanted to feel something, and then we kept going with it, even after we both were, you know, picked back up for full-time work and, and moved and everything. And so if you're thinking, like, man, I don't even know if I can start something. If we could, you could. Absolutely. If I start something, I'm afraid I'm I'm not going to keep up with it. If we could, you could. And also, maybe you miss a week, but you get right back onto it.
0: You get right back on it. Yeah. Uh, let's do some more stats. Okay. Um, mostly male audience. Okay. Sixty-six percent male listeners, okay. listenership. Uh, most people are listening via Apple Podcasts, hmm. and then guess what the second one is? Is it Spotify? You you think it would be, and I and I I'm, I'm sure they would wish it would to be, uh-huh. but it is actually something called Castbox, which Cast I've never heard Box. of.
1: I've heard I've heard of Castbox originals. I've heard them advertised wow. on other podcasts. Perhaps I don't know which if I've listened to any of those.
0: Mm. Um, well, Castbox yeah. is edging out Spotify by one percent right. in the uh, in the pie um, of uh, you know apps or whatever that people are listening to the show through. Interesting. Uh, another stat: the most popular episode, the interview. With one Paul DeSena. Oh, Paul
1: DeSena.
0: Crazy. Crazy. Not even his episode, which is a very good episode. One of our best. Yeah. It's definitely up there. Mm -hmm. Um, But the interview with him Mm -hmm. is far and away our most popular episode.
1: So if there's someone out there with the instinct for transforming data into creativity, getting some KPIs transformed into UIs and what have you, what you're going to do is you're going to write a, a chapter of And no Then What Happens and put Paul DeSena in
0: as a kid. Oh my user. God. <laughs> Yo. Give
1: the people what they want. Honestly? Yeah.
0: That's that's genius. Oh, uh-uh, thank you. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like, let's think back like a year and what was on the tip of everyone's tongue baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Every conversation in every um media place was about baby Yoda. Yeah. How do we get a baby Yoda?
1: What's our baby
0: Yoda? What's our baby Yoda? I am telling you, yeah. you, I'm telling you guys, Marvel Comics was a was a was was a buzz. How do we get a baby Yoda? Yeah. Paul DeSanta is our baby Yoda. Okay. All right. <laughs> um you you you're taking it a step further. Mm. Don't just bring back the elements he introduced. Just put the man in the show.
1: Yeah.
0: What's there's nothing stopping you. <laughs> no. There's nothing stopping us from anything. Anything can happen on this show. That's true. Unless it's like, you know.
1: Like gross or gross
0: something. Gross or yeah. something. Yeah. No. We you know. No Pizzagate stuff or anything like that. Like. Okay. What. What.
1: In that and wait is you know like,
0: Pizza Gate is yeah
1: I know Pizza Gate is but do you mean like no 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 story that parallels the the narrative of Pizza Gate or none of what people no, believed was happening yeah oh not yeah okay
0: none of that yeah what else okay if you want to write in Paul DeSanta as part of the show
1: mm-hmm.
0: go to and then what happens dot com drop it in the contact form tell us your name hit send. It'll go to us, we'll read it, we'll love it, we'll tell you where the periods go, and how to, how to add an M-dash maybe, mm-hmm. things like that. That's what we do editorially, behind the scenes. Yeah. And uh, we will take that text, send it to Rich Wisniewski, he'll perform the hell out of it, he'll add music, he'll add sound effects, he'll uh, he'll make it a production. Yeah. And then he sends it back to us. And uh, we we talk, we, you know, just like this. Yeah. Do a little bit of chitty chatter. Right. Um, before introducing the, the episode.
1: Right. And too. don't underestimate the value of this chitty chatter. You know, Alfred Hitchcock, Twilight Zone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. M- most uh, published anthologies come with an introduction. This is part of the. The shine
0: and shimmer, which we apply to your work. 100%. Today we got a special episode, written by...
1: Oh, me. That's written by me.
0: That's right. To close out the year, Kathleen has written an insane episode. (laughs) Um, Again, if there's any proof that anything can happen on the show, it's this episode. Uh because the story is as deep as you want it to be you need to know yeah you need to know that there's a Veracruz crime family that runs Florida's underworld
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay and there are many many brothers uh that are heads of the com- of the I don't know what to say company uh, of this organized crime family mm-hmm and one of the brothers we met him coming out of a rehab facility of some kind of
1: some kind he was in a chair with a, a mask mm-hmm. over his face mm-hmm. um, and like a silence of the, lamb, lamb's, mask. Silence of the lambs mask yeah. accompanied by several doctors and a very short nurse mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And don't forget that nurse
1: don't forget that nurse
0: uh, and he's freakishly strong yes I think that's all you need to know.
1: Yeah.
0: For today's episode. For sure. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, in future weeks, we will, you know, close the loop on, uh, WV, who's also a member of the Veracruz crime family as a, uh, dirty detective, uh, that is being blackmailed into working for them. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll close the loop on that hopefully in the future. Um, we will hopefully get back to the safe that is safe. that is that was the object of a lot of characters um desires it's been a long time since we've been there
1: a matter of fact we we left mcgrady on that operating table
0: oh that's right he's still
1: there if someone wants to pick him up mm-hmm. although we're all like i'm sure each of us involved with the podcast have sort of a if, if i were the one that had to figure it out here's what we do but you can show up spoil our plans
0: Oh, my gosh. That is the thing. <laughs> yeah. We show up and spoil.
1: Yeah.
0: And make it harder for the next person.
1: Yeah.
0: Leave cliffhangers that people have to deal with.
1: Right. And then we've got Chloe and Lamont, who just arrived on on the shores of, of Florida.
0: That's right. Yeah. They're finally stateside. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. 2020. Yeah. We did it.
1: Whew, it did. We're like,
0: it did us, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure did, buddy. Um, all right. We'll see you guys in 2021. Yeah. More episodes of the show, more writers, more contributors, more characters, um, more Veracruz brothers. Yeah. Um, more interviews. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: more interviews.
0: Um, more Paul De Sena?
1: I think for sure. In one way or another. Yeah, you you know? Know. Find another person named Paul DeSena and get get him involved, you know.
0: Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um I don't know. What what what's a, what's a good way to sign off?
1: Um
0: if you guys are enjoying the show, it would be immensely helpful for you to um like, leave a rating,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or leave a comment, or just share the, the podcast on Facebook, you know, social social medias. Yeah, like
1: a, a Zoom meeting.
0: Wherever. Yeah. Throw it in that chat. Yeah. They, don't, they don't bother. They don't care. No. You can do anything in a Zoom meeting. It's true. Zoom meetings are like international waters.
1: <laughs> a little bit, yeah.
0: A little bit. They
1: let you put, like, Snapchat filters on, so... Oh, my God. They're not going to stop you from putting a link to a podcast in the chat.
0: Please do. Yeah. Uh, especially, especially, like, the company holiday party Zooms.
1: Oh, great. What a time.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: You'll seem like a cultured person. here. Yeah. Oh, here's what I listen to just to enrich my mind outside of work hours.
0: Uh, and so these are the things that we would find super helpful. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, and it would be a nice, you know, non-monetary gift to get to leave us with.
1: A, b- a priceless gift, almost.
0: Almost. Um, if you do those things, it helps the show. Um, helps us. Mm-hmm makes us feel better yeah we feel pretty good about it and and what else do you need after that i mean isn't that enough uh yeah so you know rate share subscribe all that stuff and then together you know we'll find out and then what happens
2: Jugeon, who went by Judy, looked up into Coco's eyes, one clear with a dark brown iris, the other bloodshot. This was the side of his head he rhythmically knocked against the wall when he was strapped in a bed and his pain meds started wearing off. She wasn't trained in physical therapy, but no one at the Institute who was wanted to be anywhere near the infamous Coco Veracruz. Plus alone among the hospital staff coco seemed to like judy at 4 foot 10 she was often mistaken for a child whenever seen from behind incidentally if unlike judy you ever want a reason to distrust men the kinds of things judy heard when perceived as a 14 year old would more than fit the bill for coco the way she looked meant nothing except that she was too small to hurt him. So when he started twitching his toes in bed about six months ago, it was up to Judy to see if that tiny motility could be coaxed into the killer's entire body to see if he could walk again. Of course, everyone else at the Institute would have been happy to leave Coco trapped in his hulking body in his government-issued bed. The director knew that Veracruz's money would keep paying for lawyers even after it had stopped paying for anything else. And she didn't want the attention that would come from an abuse lawsuit. After all, there was more hidden in the Institute than the Harker Crusher. Maybe nothing worse than Coco, but plenty that was less suited to ever see the light of day. Anyway, that left our girl, Judy Lee, R.N., watching PT videos on the bus on her way to work, and doing her best with what she had, which was, six months later, just her and Coco's body weight. He'd bent the guide bars he was supposed to lean on while building up coordination for walking, so he rested his hands on Judy's shoulders, like they were now. He'd cracked the footplates on the machine he was supposed to use to rebuild his leg muscles while in a reclined position. So now he'd lie on his back on the floor, lift his bent legs, and flex his feet, where Judy would balance the flat seat of a stool. Five months ago, she started piling books on top of the stool, then jugs of water. Finally, about two months back, Judy started sitting on it while Coco carefully strengthened and bent his legs. He could handle much more these days. But the one time Judy wheeled in some 25-pound weights and made to stack those on instead, Coco turned his head and started mashing it against the floor. So between her improvisations, quick learning, and his progress, Judy was proud of herself and Coco, but she knew people well enough to know that the spectacle of her perched atop Coco's feet while they took turns counting reps in English, Spanish, and Korean, she was pretty sure he knew up to Yalao, would make others laugh at best. At worst, they'd be repulsed and declare Coco well enough to return to constant sedation. To avoid observation, Judy scheduled their time in the gym, an unused administration office, at the very start of her shift. As they finished today, the sun had burned off the last of the morning mist, and any golden color left over from the sunrise. It would be nothing but white heat for the rest of the day. While Coco stared out the window, Judy finished returning the stool to its spot under the desk and wiped all the surfaces they touched with a sanitizing wipe. She dropped that in a wastebasket at the door and turned to face her patient. Good work today, Mr. Veracruz. Ready for our sweaty selfie? She never posted these end of session photos, but Judy's favorite Instagram fitness instructor always punctuated his live videos with the snapshot. After she'd showed one of these to Coco, she realized something about it felt more grammatically correct. It was better to cleanly slice off a moment at the end of their time together before the tedious parts of their days began. Judy stood in front of Coco with her back to his chest and held her phone as far out from her body as she could. Now flex like Superman and smile. He never did smile. But if someone flipped through the 60 or so photos the two of them had taken together, they'd notice a slight softening. If they looked at this latest photo, they'd also notice that Coco's bicep was bigger than Judy's head. Back in the chair, please! Even though he could walk, Judy was expected to return Coco to his wheelchair in a theatrical number of restraints the moment the session was over. She velcroed straps around his right, then left wrist. This is pretty silly, isn't it? Coco stared past her. You could probably break out of these right now, burst through that window, land on your feet, and jog all the way to your beach. But I appreciate you not getting me in trouble. <laughs> Kogo's head stayed where it was, but his eyes floated back to Judy's. She looked into them, one clear a warm, friendly sort of brown, the other bloodshot. Then she turned his chair around, opened the office door, and made sure her scrubs were straight and neat for the walk past Admin, back to Coco's cell. To push the combined weight of Coco, his chair, and his restraints, Judy had to lean into it like Sisyphus rolling his stone. This brought her face a little closer to his ear she quietly said, I bet you don't even need to be here anymore. Whatever made you do what you did, I don't believe you have that anger in you now. If your terrible family ever needed another wrecking ball, I think they'd have to look somewhere else. You're better than that. The hinges squealed on the heavy wooden door that usually sealed off the director's office, startling Judy. She stood up straight as the director clicked out of her office on her nonsensical heels. Jimmy Chu, if the other nurses are to be believed. Ms. Lee, and the man of the hour, please prepare Mr. Veracruz for transport. The director touched her Bluetooth earpiece, turned back into her office, and slammed the door.